This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. In the year 1938, Harvard University began following 724 participants as part of the longest-running study on human development in history. And the study was developed to determine what makes us happy. The study explored every part of who we are, from physical and psychological traits to social life and IQ, to learn how. we can flourish findings from the study were published in the 2012 book triumphs of experience with key results showing that happiness and health aren't a result of wealth fame or working hard but come instead from our relationships hi guys welcome to another episode of our podcast the sos show with me suchita it's lovely to have all you guys back again and today we're going to talk about one of the most complex things that we have to deal with day in and day out that is human relationships so how do we define human relationships in today's times so stay tuned for this very special episode with our guest kamna chibber Kamna Chibber heads mental health for the Department of Mental Health and Behavioral Sciences at Fortis Healthcare. She's a trained therapist working with children, adolescents and adults. She's passionate about working in the space of child-adolescent mental health relationships, trauma and abuse. She designs and creates programs for implementations in schools, corporate organizations and NGOs that are directed towards enhancing mental health and well-being. Kamna has written multiple books on mental health that have got published by renowned publishers and you can find all of them on the internet once you google Kamna Chibber and she's also a TEDx speaker so stay tuned for this very special episode on relationships and mental health but before that guys i just want to quickly remind you that the SOS show is a self-funded podcast produced by Epilog Media and Metaphysical Lab and we've been doing this show for over 2 years completely for the cause and if you can help us spread the word in your circle that will enable a collaboration or an engagement or a donation it will tremendously help us to sustain and cover parts of our production cost thank you for listening hi kamna welcome to our podcast the sos show and uh, thank you for joining in thank you for taking out time how are you doing today Thank you so much, Suchita. It's such a pleasure to be here with you today. Uh, doing very well, considering the times that we are in, taking yes. it one day at a time, like everyone, I think, currently. Yeah, times we are in, and the Delhi heat, which is like a furnace right now. <laughs> Absolutely, the temperatures are soaring, and they are really making things very difficult for everyone. I think. Yes, yes, totally. So taking it calmly from the point uh, which uh, we were last time talking was the 1938 Harvard study which was done with 724 participants that what determines our happiness? Mm-hmm. Is it wealth, is it fame, is it working hard or does it come from our relationships? So that was the final takeaway of that study. So Kamna tell me, you know, coming from your experience, you're dealing with people and the 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 status in which you are the 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 scenario in which you're working currently how would you define relationships in today's times considering that we are of course living in very tender and sensitive times but before that as well um so like suchita you said um relationships are what determine happiness for a lot of people most of us act- actually if you were to trace back in uh, you know even in your academic life one of the first sentences we used to read in our science books used to be um how human beings are social animals 
and we are constantly seeking that connect that attachment uh, around us in people you know who surround us uh, whether it is that you know early on you're looking for that connect with your family members your parents your uh, siblings cousins uh, going on when you start entering school you're looking at your teachers you're looking at your peer group and then when you enter the adolescent age you start looking at romantic relationships those attachments coming in and uh, there is no doubt that despite whatever changing times we are in people still seek that connect at the end of the day what makes life more meaningful is not just being on your own and achieving things and accumulating wealth objects that would make you feel that you know okay i am uh, getting a sense of accomplishment but the fact that you can mm. share those experiences with someone you want that companion to be there around you who you can uh, discuss those things with and share the joy of having those experiences with and that is something that i don't think has changed at all yes it's a transitory period uh, i think people have become more aware of what they would like what they do not mm-hmm. like they are mm-hmm. more expressive about those things and uh, as a result conflicts end up emerging a lot more but what it's also mm-hmm. creating is that that clarity is leading to um, people also being able to talk about those things a lot more openly which perhaps never used to happen or would not happen as much in relationships in the past Mm, true true very true so of course seeking connect we are still seeking connections we are still seeking that the deep connect with another human being we so that we can share our experiences so so come and tell me in terms of the recent the spate uh of course it's it wasn't just the covid the covid was just something that like a catalyst it acted and we saw tremendous relationships and marriages falling apart also the fact that we are uh, specifically in india very family driven system uh, the whole culture but we still you know when we are together even during our dinner times we we, we are constantly on our phones career takes most of our time of the day 10 to 12 hours or maybe 15 hours so despite considering the current scenario do you see a dichotomy where we are seeking relationships somewhere deep inside us but in the real world the sanction scenario appears to be different and that could perhaps be disastrous i guess in a way you could put it like that um mm-hmm. what how i would look at it is um uh, we need to start asking ourselves what have we prioritized what has been given the biggest meaning in our life when we have been brought up as we have been growing up we were always told that you need to make something of yourself Yes. Making something of yourself was not necessarily correlated with having good, uh, you know, relationships. Always, it wasn't mm-hmm. explicitly stated as being another goal that you needed to have. So somewhere, what everyone does do is they end up prioritizing being the best. So whether it is mm. in your academics, so you're constantly told you need to perform well, you need to be achieving well, you need to make sure you're getting the marks. When you go to your job, you need to make sure that you know you're um, in the top bracket so that you can keep getting the next posting or the next a uh, jump uh, that you require in your career. We don't necessarily give that kind of priority significance to relationships. How many family members would sit down with their children and tell them that you know what? Yes you need to be doing well in your life and you need to achieve and not for anyone else but for your own self so that you feel that you're fulfilling your potential but don't forget that relationships are also important so you need mm. to make sure that you know you're taking care of your relatedness with your friends 
your relatives your grandparents us as parents or for that matter the partner that you will have we don't have those conversations so mm. even though we seek it we don't talk about it we don't emphasize it we don't give it that kind of meaning and value we connote success as being associated with what um achievements we are having in our workspaces as a result a lot of times this piece can get neglected so what you end up doing is and you're right this is not just about the pandemic this has been there throughout that mm. we do not give adequate time to our relationships so a majority yeah. of our day if you split up your day 8 hours mm. you're spending sleeping yeah least you'll do is 6 hours yeah about 10 hours you're at work 2 hours yeah. you're spending traveling right yeah that's almost 20 hours gone the yeah. four hours that you have left you'll bathe you'll have your meal how much time do you really have to engage with those relationships yes so our totally life the way it has been structured the way it has gotten constructed also does not give us that space to be able to do something about it and because it's not there in our conscious awareness it's not getting prioritized even the moments that we do have we don't necessarily emphasize that okay i have this much time available let me do something with my partner let me do something with my friends let me do something with my parents or with my grandparents or with my siblings that does not happen and one last point in addition to that i think something which has also started coming in now is that there is this strange need for individualization and independence which has started coming in mm. more emulating the west to say that i need to do something for my own self mm. so that also conflicts with what am i doing with my partner mm. true true totally totally kamna these are great pointers the way we have structured our life we might seek relationships but there are no conversations around it and that's why it's going to the back burner and of course our individuation and the independence that we are growing up in cities and we are surrounding our life around our own selves so kamna what has been sort of curious about the other relationships that is getting built one being virtual relationships which has become integral part of our lives you know by being on twitter you're talking to unknown people or you know forming our tribes there you know finding the our values there and that has sort of taken a priority in terms of even with our real relationships like like i mentioned you know sitting on dinner dinner table and being constantly on a social media tell me as an expert in the field what do you what do you say that do these virtual relationships count in the end of the day as well in terms of relationships as we have been defining them they can easily come into a space where they start conflicting with what our real world is um mm. and when you have access to the virtual world you can construct any reality for your own self yeah. and that reality a lot of times can seem very attractive what one doesn't mm. realize is that the potential of it being the true reality does not necessarily mm. exist and you're investing in a space that is not going to give you returns in the long run but what you're certainly doing when you're sitting on the dining table and you're texting someone or you know when you're sitting in your living room television is mm. playing no one is watching the television there mm. is no conversation that is happening um mm. we're all taking away from the kind of time we can spend in order to create good moments within our relational spaces we are not mm-hmm. giving it that kind of time value importance and of course that is going to lead to differences because there is going to be a distancing the lesser you talk 
the lesser you will communicate the lesser you understand what is going on with each other so you mm. will feel that there is a disconnect which is there and you will feel that you know my partner is not able to understand me or my children don't get me my friends don't get me but that's also mm. because we're not communicating and i'm not saying that every time you will communicate people will always understand you know it takes effort to kind of keep on pushing to make yourself understood and effort from the other person to keep trying to hear and actually truly listen to understand where you're coming from but that commitment has to be there and that commitment won't be there if we are constantly seeking and then getting that support on the outside so that process can certainly start diluting our relationships and it will only increase the kind of gaps that exist between the people that we supposedly love yeah and are spending our maximum time with but we are actually yeah. not doing anything with them yes totally we're not we're not doing anything with them so, and of course the great points that we are not making efforts to communicate it requires a lot of commitment but tell me kamna of course there is a lot of effort that's needed for communication and but at times it can just become a one sided effort you know i've seen i've seen it with uh, families with parents seen it with uh, in your you know relationships with your spouse or your you know your your boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever it can be a one way communications almost like it's almost like we are losing patience with each other you know in the real world we do not want to we want to you know we just want to sit in our comfort zone and do our thing because everything is so accessible to us on our phones and that sort of is increasing the isolation which which i think a lot of people are not even realizing that it's the disastrous situation that we are heading towards so what is that zone that we are getting into despite even knowing the answers to it despite what you just said i know it but i'm not able to i'm not able to implement it in my life like you said i'm not able to implement it because i'm also not maintaining that patience to recognize hmm. that this will require that effort um i also have easy access to another world or yeah. to a different reality and my mind sees that as being an attractive space and a lot of times it just feels easier to not put in that effort because our lives have so many different variables and layers associated with them currently most mm. people um you know men women are all working people they have a lot of pressures there are pressures also coming from other spaces you know could be about their parents could be about finances could be about okay what the future needs to be shaped into being in terms of work in terms of my own personal growth um there are a lot of pressures which are there so when you start seeing that there is a disconnect and you start seeing that the effort is not coming from the other side you almost feel it may be just easier to let it be and you start yeah. taking that path where you don't yourself also want to do much i think that is one part of the problem somewhere mm-hmm. what question we need to ask ourselves is that why are we not willing to put in that kind of engaging effort to say i need to try and do something over here before it becomes a very large problem and the issue is i feel uh something that i notice is um a lot of times people keep on suppressing their thoughts and feelings in their relationships thinking it mm. will hurt the other person without mm. realizing that the lesser you are stating your problem at an early enough state the more you are creating a chance that it will become even more difficult to share things later on because mm-hmm. the problem will keep getting magnified in your mind 
your partner will struggle to understand where you're coming from because they never saw the genesis of the problem suddenly you're going to put this really big ball you know entangled ball of issues in front of them and they will feel completely lost unsure as to how can you even go about disentangling this entire knotted mess which is there in front of them and mm. that is where suddenly you hit a roadblock and you just don't know where to go so you, it ends up becoming that one sided conversation where you are telling them there's an issue there's a problem we are not talking we are not doing anything we are not spending good time and the other side is saying that but i don't even know where it's coming from mm. i never saw it starting so i yeah. did not even know it developed at any point in time yeah. so how do yeah. i do something about it and totally. we get stuck with the problem right there and then yeah the focus totally. becomes there's a problem and no one is looking at the solution forget about yeah. the emotional experience of being in that space yes so like you mentioned suppressing their thoughts but but do you think kama the, the other big problem is that one that we had we have too many distractions mm-hmm. uh we have options now so mm-hmm. if one relationship is not working you know we are like okay we have another options you know let it let be or it's also because there's a boredom uh, sort of sunk in because of the isolation and we have happily adapted to it if i may use the word or do you think it could also be problem because of gender you know like the way a man thinks versus a way a women think i've i've seen women trying to communicate and i've seen men being in their you know in their space and not wanting to you know get out and talk about it like they're more comfortable being what they are Hmm. Uh, see i think it uh if i speak uh from my uh vantage point where i work with couples and i work hmm. with individuals both men and women i think i have seen equal number of people on both sides uh trying to raise issues with their partners right. um are there some fundamental differences which may exist between how some how a man may communicate or how a woman may communicate yes of course yeah. there can be those fundamental differences a lot of it is related to our upbringing uh, the mm-hmm. kind of familial experiences and societal expectations that are there they mm-hmm. shape us into responding in certain ways but does it necessarily mean that men may not communicate at all i don't think so Mm-hmm. um i think if given an option and an opportunity they too would like to share their experiences i think mm-hmm. a lot of times when i have seen say someone from uh, the male gender withdrawing has been when they have felt a sense of responsibility or they have felt that the other person will not just grasp it or they have gone into their shell because they may not have figured it out and it's the same that can happen to a woman as well a lot of mm-hmm. times women struggle to communicate because they are not able to find the right vocabulary or define their experience or mm-hmm. share where is the problem emerging from because they themselves are struggling to pinpoint what is going wrong it mm-hmm. can happen to either of the two people i think the yeah. more important part is that if there is a problem there needs to be an openness and a willingness to say that even if i'm going to struggle to communicate or share what it is i am still going to make the effort of sitting down again and again and again till we can get to that point where we are each able to understand what's happening it's mm-hmm. that willfulness that is required to say that problem is there we need to find a way forward because mm-hmm. giving up is very easy stepping yeah. away is very easy 
taking a divorce has become the easiest thing at this point. Is, yes, yes, totally. Absolutely. The willfulness is actually gone because maybe we are becoming uh, too comfortable in our own, in our own spaces uh, and we are happy being isolated. I don't know. But uh, the, the spate of uh, divorces and marriage, uh, uh, divorces that have come out in the last mm-hmm. couple of months, in the last years, also specifically the pandemic almost like something was waiting to set this on fire and it's the pandemic now do you see uh Kamran, that we are we as a culture in a society are you know the the, def- the definition of of marriages and the relationships is sort of considering all the points that we've discussed today mm-hmm. the, the definition of marriage and relationships is actually changing and maybe we're heading towards a world that once our parents time was monogamous but now we're heading towards polygamy do you see that uh see changes always happen uh, mm. i think uh, societies individuals within societies always keep on going through transitions and they keep exploring different forms and different ways of being with each other and there is no mm. way of determining which is the better or the best form i mm. think a relationship requires commitment a relationship requires implicit trust and faith for it to work effectively hmm if these elements are missing um it's going to be very hard to keep it running for the long run and if our basic premise is that we seek companionship for the long run we want a person with us with whom we can share our stories build our narrative create our life and be able to do that for many many years then it would require a lot of commitment and building of trust and that does not happen if we are looking outside mm. that commitment needs to be very much there um the definitions changing people exploring it's a process that happens mm. but does not mean that every individual needs to follow that process i think what mm. happens is that when we hear about a lot of these things it mm. almost creates this compulsive need within people to try and explore it for their own selves even though it may not be consonant with their own belief system with their own value system mm-hmm. um, something you know that the way we used to talk and we still talk about say peer pressure being an a, a very big factor which happens in say addictions when you're looking at school age children yeah it's the same thing there is this pressure which gets created to say that you know you probably need to actively look at this alternative lifestyle which is not required every individual needs to find what is comfortable for them and they need to stick to that because right. they will be able to build the best life for themselves within that space right right but also you know the way the way women are evolving for example in today's times we are seeing that they are more upfront uh, if you see our mothers grandmothers it's a different scenario than women now you know there is they are more upfront they are more forthcoming they are working they are independent uh, their value systems are different versus you know how perhaps uh, most of the men would have seen um, as they would have been brought up hmm. by the mothers um do you see that that's one of the reason for this cultural clash and uh, dramatic fall of uh, uh, an institute like marriage or maybe uh, relationships long term relationships disruption of any form to what is um expected mm. or what is familiar will mm. always lead to chaos mm. and when one part of the society is going through massive shifts and changes hmm 
the other part will get impacted by it there is no doubt about it and mm. that change process will require its own time the transition will take its own time but it does not mean that women need to back off or men don't need to make an active effort uh, or changes don't need to have to be brought about in helping people understand the way in which society is now shaping up especially young people i believe this is something which is so relevant for them kids who are in schools in colleges helping them understand the roles uh you know bringing in uh, conversations around gender sensitivity gender equality uh talking to them about these aspects is so important so that some of these ways in which life was led previously which could be disparaging towards one side of the society mm-hmm. is not something that we keep moving towards again and again mm-hmm. i think it's very critical to focus on that part is it leading to more conflicts because there can be a challenge in adapting to these changes mm. yes it can that's a given mm-hmm. so if you know if if i'm a working woman or you are a working woman and mm. you're living in a space where the expectation is completely different it would lead to a clash if the expectation is uh that you would also be able to perform the roles that say an individual uh, would be doing say 40 years ago yeah that would certainly lead to a clash but do we necessarily need to let that clash get into a space where it leads to a separation i think the answer to that is a no because mm. we each have to bring in again that willingness and willfulness to say that yes this is a change a shift that we both need to undergo we need to find some sort of a either a middle path or some sort of an understanding where we are able to support this shift and help others around us also understand what changes are happening so that a complete adaptation can happen at the end of the day see if a couple is aligned with each other mm. nothing else matters right it's about two partners getting on board with the same vision being able to align their goals being able to create a common value system and i would right. say but, but just, i'm just going to quickly button here and say that aligning is a very very interesting and important point you mentioned kamna how does one align with each other when it comes to couples and is it like an organic thing is it something that's that's designed or is it something that's like bang you know like the energy matches how does one align i wish this was a hindi movie <laughs> <that> it <would> just match <laughs> yeah i wish that too <laughs> i absolutely wish for that i wish uh, bollywood would not have spoiled us with all of those images <laughs> Um, yeah and that's the reality right uh, mm-hmm. it requires a lot of work nothing yeah. just connects and falls into place um aligning would require you to be able to talk about things and be willing to sometimes let go of what you think may be important be willing to embrace what may be important to your partner sometimes also learning that the two of you may operate in different ways across certain situations and that too is okay because you will not be able to resolve each and every issue mm-hmm. there will still be points of departure there will still be issues which um you may feel should be handled differently but your partner may not like to handle it in that way and you would have to learn to agree to disagree and that is doable so long as your vision is the same you're looking towards achieving the same goals at the end of the day 
and you're working towards those goals together you will be able to learn how to even do that because there will be implicit trust and faith in each other mm. correct but but to to be able to do that to become willful to be able to do that one needs a deeper connect which perhaps what we have defined as maybe love maybe love and a lot of communication mm. have to really learn to talk share right. express stop hesitating it's okay to even explore and express your vulnerabilities there is no shame in hiding what you're feeling the 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 low that you experience the sadness that you go through the anxieties you may have it does not make you lesser yes that totally. is what builds connect you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable in a situation in a relationship it's only then that you will truly connect with each other mm, lovely otherwise, vulnerable like, yeah mm. otherwise it's like any other relationship on the outside totally totally that that's a great point kamna tell me in terms of today's times when everybody's running around the time is less how does one choose their relationships and how does one build them if you have some quick pointers um so if you're talking about relationships in general i think you need to start looking at one when you are looking at choosing a relationship with a particular person um mm. what is your vantage point what are you really seeking from that relationship mm. make sure that you are looking at the same thing that this person is also seeking that's something which is very important i think it's also important to look at can you really express and uh, talk to this person or not i think that's something which is very essential does this person have the bandwidth to be able to try and develop an understanding of who you are are they willing to engage with you or is it always going to be a one sided kind of a relationship where you are seeking them out and they are not seeking you out at all and are they going to be able to carve out that time which is a challenge for most of us within their schedules because we all have these plates which are piled up high with a hundred different things but are they willing to make that effort to carve out that time for you or not even if it is just 10 minutes totally if they're willing to do that then yes it could be a space to invest in lovely lovely that those are great pointers uh kamna uh, and one quick last point here is that a lot of women specifically and maybe men at certain point as well find it very difficult to walk out of unhappy relationships because they are so they become so emotionally dependent on each other how do you tackle that space how do you get how do you at what point say that okay that's it you know that i need to seek other relationships and also something that aligns with their growth and development as people it's a very hard one suchita mm, um sure. i think uh, hard also because like you said if there is an emotional engagement involvement entanglement it's it's very hard to just let it go because it's mm. it's very difficult to find that in any case um mm. especially if it has been in a space where it was a very healthy dependence coexistence which did exist um if it's always been in a negative space then i think people still find it easier to be able to say okay this is not working for me but when there was good in the past and then it's become bad that's when the struggle becomes very enormous um and what really becomes important is to be able to ask yourself in those moments where you're contemplating whether this relationship is for you or not that have i done everything that i potentially could to try and make this marriage or this relationship this romantic relationship work or not right. if you feel that there are gaps that there could have been other things that could have been tried then put in that effort make sure that you give it your all because you don't want 
to look back in time and feel that you know I could have done more and I lost something that was really good or which had the potential to be really good I think that's something which is very key I also feel that if it's a relationship which has become toxic for you it's very mm-hmm. important to create support systems around yourself which can give you reminders of what it has been doing to you negatively so that you don't keep going back into that space again and again because a lot of times it becomes hard to contain your own emotional self in these situations and having the support of others friends family co-workers therapists psychiatrists whoever may be needed um can provide you with that support system so that you can be reminded of what was the reason that you wanted to not be in that space in the first place that could be something which is very critical and you need to have a very clear thought on what is not working mm. and it should actually feel to you that it is not uh it's not a situation that can be remedied and not just feel it can actually not be remedied when you're in that space with the support of a lot of people around you it may take you time because of course you need to resolve the emotions the grief the loss of a relationship is very hard yeah. and it takes its own time but once you do that whole process and you work through that and you walk through it um and there are people like us so there to support people in this journey as well um you will be able to make the choice that works best for you totally totally yes Thank you so much Kamna. I think relationships uh form an integral part of our lives are so important for our mental health and I'm sure our listeners uh, would have got great pointers from you today in terms of how we can keep them healthy and work on it and build on it every day every moment. Thank you so much Kamna. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much Suchita. It was such a pleasure to be here. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation specifically because relationships for me are personally very hard. So I learned a lot today as well. And one of the key pointers is how much effort are you ready to put into a relationship whether it's your relationship with your parents, your your friends, uh, your uh, you know your your relationship with your spouse, with your you know romantic relationships. So that's something that we need to decide that how much of an effort am I ready to put in to make something work. And the second key point is communicate 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 is something that we constantly forget because we are all the time running around trying to make uh you know our other life work which is which is our work life so effort and communication and how much of commitment we have to keep these two going so that's it folks i hope you enjoyed the conversation and of course you can find us on all our instagram and twitter handles with the name of metaphysical lab and epilogue media and you can find me on linkedin Stay tuned and take good care of yourself. Okay guys, a quick note from us here at EP Log Media and Metaphysical Lab. We have been successfully able to sustain the production of the show for the past 2 years. But now we're looking for support. We are seeking support from patrons who believe in this cause so that we can continue the production, distribution and promotion of the show and enable it to reach maximum people. Every dollar counts. So do consider. You will find the link in the description.